Lime, duh. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wah, 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 wah. Let's do it again, baby. From the road. Hello. The Comedians of Wrestling Road Diaries podcast. The podcast where comedians or one comedian dissects wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I'm your host, the host, the most Dan Black, a.k.a. Dunsky Black Adamora, a.k.a. Donnie Wrestling. Clapping for myself, Donnie Wrestling. In a hotel room, clapping for myself, a.k.a. the modern day. Goof and spoof Donnie Capri From the time I went to Haraja <laughs> Coming at you like Cleopatra Baby, baby Gabba, gabba, wee Gabba, gabba, wee Gabba, 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 wee Gabba, gabba, wee Gabba, gabba, yeah, yeah This girl, she is mine And She's fine. Holy motherfucking shit. What up, Jabroniacs? We are back in action for your satisfaction with all of our spicy, spicy, muy, muy caliente wrestling reactions from the road. We are continuing our Road Diaries uh, episodes while I am on the road working on a television show right now. I am right now in sunny North Carolina, Charlotte, North Carolina, home of the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, I've uh, never been here before. Lovely city. Shout out to all the jabroniacs in Charlotte. Thank you for all that you have given me. But anyway, while I'm here, we don't have cash-ins, okay? No one's being, uh, normally on the show, we have voicemails. People leave voicemails for the show, and I will play them on the show, but we call those cash-ins. I'm going to be cashing out and making some phone calls to some of the jabroniacs uh, who will pick up. These are, Some of these are going to be in real time. We'll see if they actually uh, pick up. But before we get into it, I would like to tell you about patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. If you like the show, obviously we're grassroots. I'm recording right now in the middle of my hotel room. Uh late at night like a fucking maniac if you want to support this grassroots show you dig what we're doing you're picking up what we're putting down if you smell what i am cooking if you smell what the rock is cooking uh patreon.com slash comedians wrestling get access to our bonus episodes our bonus episode this week is going to be oh that's right it's the steve austin says bonus episode i'm gonna be talking about the first two episodes of stone cold's new reality show in usa i got a lot to say about it uh uh, check it out if you haven't seen it. It's a good time. We're going to be joined by a special guest on that episode. Should be fun. That's going to go for patrons. So it's the first two episodes of the show because I know I owe you guys some of that. But before we get into all the spicy, spicy wrestling uh, stuff, I just want to say I want to give a special, special. What do, what do I got? Oh, well, you know, uh, I want to give a special shout out to a special uh, jabroniac. And I, I, I need the proper... I need the I need the proper sound drop to do it. 
wedding and i want to give a special shout out to a jabroniac who is getting married this weekend a jabroniac patroniac uh longtime listener supporter of this show jason carr getting married congratulations uh to your beautiful fiance soon to be wife kelly cripps congratulations dude uh have a fucking rocking uh uh wedding and uh hopefully it stays good it doesn't get under And hopefully you come down to a wrestling song. You tell us all about it. And I know you were at SmackDown this week. That's a great way to kick off your wedding week. Uh, I think you're at Raw. But anyway, congratulations, Mazel Tov, all that. And thank you for supporting the show, bro. Bro. Okay, great. Now, shock the system. Before we get into it, I'm going to call up a jabroniac. What I want, I want to just talk about wrestling for a second. So I just want to say I'm on the road right now. And so basically, you know, I'm working right now. I'm on a writing job and I'm, I'm writing, uh, the show evolves last minute. You know what I'm saying? So I end up working very late hours. Okay. I'm working, um, uh, like I'm report, recording this podcast right now, it is midnight 15, 12, 15, and uh, when I'm done recording, it, I'm going to do some work, frankly, uh, and it's all good. I love it. It's awesome. I'm, you know, working on anything comedy related, I dig it. I just want to say, it's so amazing how my, uh, depending on my schedule, how my relationship with wrestling changes, because boy, oh boy, the length of wrestling, which has been... You know, something on this podcast we have criticized, but when I'm up late at night and I just need some like something in AK, I mean, you know, in the in, in the background or just something just to put on, there's a never ending list of wrestling stuff that I have not watched matches. I watched so much of the G1 while I was just writing comedy. And I'm talking like, you know, in the, the matches that you want to skip over, uh, it, it, like like a, just a six man tag where it's like, oh, Okada's not booked tonight, but people want to see Okada. So let's take all the guys and let's put them in a six man tag. New, New Japan, they love the six man tag. Uh, and you're like, I'm so appreciative of the quantity of wrestling this week. This is what I want to say. And it's like, do we really, you know, when we talk about, oh, the show should be shorter. Yeah, for Raw, creatively, it should. But man, I just want to give a shout out to the times when I'm loving the quantity. In the past two weeks, the quantity have been really keeping me company, to be honest. I, like, the other night I was sitting in the hotel lobby uh, writing to, like, three, four in the morning, honestly. And I'm there and I'm, I'm like, man, if I, like, I can just put on wrestling and it's like keeping me company. Just, you know, the, the stuff I was watching was just kind of in the background. I didn't even get to pay that close of attention. It wasn't raw SmackDown. It was like, just like I'm saying, these G1 matches. And, uh, I put on some ROH actually. Uh, and you're like, just the sound of it puts me at ease. Even when I have anxiety, just the sound of wrestling is like whatever the beach, whatever the people are getting from the beach, you know, just the waves. I got to hear like uh, <laughs> the bell and I get I, the, the beautiful bell and just the, 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 the fans here, just some, just the, 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 there's that, you know, that noise from that pyro, that shit pyro, what is that cryo pyro that just pops up? You know, that cheap thing that's just like, you hear that? I love that. I love uh, just metal, 
just like like a, like a, that rock metal, that out of date wrestling music, but still works for wrestling. Well, I, I mean, I got tons of it here. What do I got? Oh man, uh, which one's out of date that I got? No, these are, I don't have. No, these are all these are good. But anyway, the point is, is that that music is playing. I love it. I love hearing the wrestler's voice like underneath it. Like you hear him just whatever he's saying, you know, like when, when uh, punk would say it's clobbering time, but just some wrestlers just talk while the music's gone. Cena does that. You know, like Cena's coming out here. Uh, when, when Cena's entering and uh, his music playing and just like, you know, I said it, we're going to do it again. Look around, man. There's this many people here. Everything's happening. Blah, blah, blah. And then he jets down the ring. I love that. And I love hearing the, sometimes a crowd an audience members voice picks up. I don't know. I just, I, I I love it. I love it. It's be great. So anyway, thank you for keeping me company on the road. Professional wrestling. There are times where I think there's too much of you. There's times where I sometimes I struggle uh, to find the time for you. But there's times when I need you. Like you're like the Toy Story. Whenever people are getting from the Toy Story toys, you're always there for me, like a good old dog. And uh, thank you. Thank you for for professional wrestling. Beautiful. Now, anyway, let's uh, let's let's get into it. Let's ring the bell here. Okay, so man, NXT is gonna be on USA. The big announcement. I think September eighteenth is the day, so it's coming soon on Wednesday nights. Uh, let's, let's see. Let's make it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a call out here because I mean, let's talk about this. Here we go. Bear with me on the calls here. Doing it again. Doing it myself here in the hotel room. What up? Yo, Aaron, what up? You're Yo, on the you're, you're on the pod from across what across up? the country. What is up? Okay, I got you here. Not much. Okay, let's get into it. I'm cashing out. I'm calling in for you. I'm, I'm extending a lifeline. Let's go. Cash out, baby. Okay. <laughs> By the way, I'm in a hotel room right now, and it, on the whole, it actually says uh, phone a friend is like on one of their pamphlets here. Like that's still something they think oh, is something okay, that's good. still a good joke for this hotel. So I'm like your lifeline. Yeah, you're my lifeline right now. Here, let's get into Appreciate it. We, got, we we have no time for chit chat. We got to get into NXT. So let's NXT, go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> NXT on what's it? September eighteenth. Yes, I think something like that coming on Wednesday, yeah, Wednesday. nights will be a two hour live show. Is it from Full Sail? That's one thing I meant to look up that I didn't look up, but I imagine they're not like I shifting. Saw that. Someone commented that it's still going to be. I, I, I think that there's rumblings that it's still going to be done at Full Sail. Oh, well, that's cool. I dig that. But I feel like it's so that's such a small. I mean, that's part of what's cool about it. But that is a small for a show that's on USA. Feel like it'll feel might feel too small in there. I don't know. I kind of dig it. It's like micro, and then the main roster is like the macro. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. So let me ask you. I'll give you the first take. What are your thoughts on NXT? First off, are you an NXT fan? I'm a loose NXT fan. Okay. Like I love some of the talent in NXT, and I watch every Takeover. I try to go to Takeover, um, but I don't watch. I'll admit it every week. Yeah, 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 yeah. I catch most weeks, but most of the time, way after we record the pod, and then by the time we record, it's already old news. <laughs> yeah, it's not doesn't yeah, fit into like the cycle. Which, by now. the way, now we have the full scope of what 
the fall's going to look like. So it looks, I I still haven't thought about how we change up this recording schedule, but this means that Monday night is raw. Tuesday night is off, which is shocking. I was, I thought one of these shows was snag Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Tuesday feels like the money night for me because I, I guess it depends. I'd be interested to see what the, uh, the nation, the jabroniac nation, how they feel about this. But my thought is always like when I'm in wrestling mode, I'm in wrestling mode. I never think of like, yeah. I think if I take a day off, I probably going back into it takes work. Like I'm an inertia person. I'm a momentum person. Uh. Yeah, yeah, you got to get that momentum. Yeah, it's weird to have Tuesday off. I think it's a bold move to, you know, double up on Wednesdays. You know what I mean? Right. Um, double or nothing up, but, uh, I think double like or double up. or nothing <laughs> up, we're all out anyway. Everybody's all in, but I think, uh, uh no, no. um, so, okay. So Tuesday like when there's a good episode of Monday Night Raw, right? I'm like, yo, fuck it. Yeah. I'm juiced up. I'm juked up. And I'm like, yo, wrestling is the best shit ever. I got to keep going. <laughs> then I want to roll into Tuesday. But one day off can make me forget how much I love wrestling. It's what we were talking about last week. Oh, where it's like totally. wrestling is such high highs. You know, it's hard to explain to people who are not into wrestling. Be like, when you're when wrestling is best, it's it. And I think I'm attracted to all because improv is similar in that way. But like, when wrestling is mm-hmm. the best, nothing touches it. No form of entertainment can right. touch what wrestling does. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> and that, that's what's hard to explain to people. That's how I felt like with improv, the funniest improv. See, most people see bad improv, and and most improv right. is bad. But the funniest <laughs> long form improv you've ever seen is funnier than anything. That I stand by, right. okay? And that's, uh, John Belushi yeah. has been quoted as saying that, and I agree with that. Or he said, uh, like, improv is better than sex. Um, but uh, it's, a, it's a great parallel. <laughs> they love to do that. that. Like, in, like, the 60s, everything was, like, compared to sex. That was the benchmark. You know what I mean? Now it's, yeah, like, you it, know, now it's, like the, it's better than your iPhone or whatever. Now it's, like, right. whatever. I mean, the better than sex metaphor was like pre-AIDS crisis, you know? <laughs> oh, that is true. AIDS really yeah. ruined that metaphor. Uh, yeah. So anyway, yeah, NXT is Tuesday's going on, on, on Wednesday. So Tuesday's Wednesday. off. And then Wednesdays is AEW and NXT. Both, like, <sighs> the Monday Night Wars are yeah. happening. Like, it feels like they're happening on Wednesdays now. Like, it feels like the yeah, Monday Night Wars. it's a War- Wednesday Night War. You're going to be flipping back between AEW and NXT. Like, I think people, I haven't really wrapped my head around that. But, like, that's truly what, now, that's not what's going to be happening because most people are going to watch Probably most people are going to watch NXT thir- on Thursday uh, on the the network. Is probably what yeah, people on cause, demand, right? Because they'll just be, I'll just watch AEW. They have that. But if this was true, Monday Night Wars, uh, Monday is still like solidly WWE's night. You know, so yeah, totally. And then. All right, so you have, and then Thursday off again, and then Friday SmackDown. I think the show that's going to get the most shafted is SmackDown, which is weird because it's the yeah. highest, it's the the most important of all the shows, like in terms of the fact it's on Fox, like that's a it's on network, right. it's on network television, which is still for whatever reason a, a big deal. You know? Yeah, I know, I know. But yeah, it has a, a real like gravitas because it's on like network TV and it's Friday prime time. So, but right now, I guess if you think about it in terms of this, 
now what's happened is we were talking about this the other day, which is that like, okay, well, if we turn to like, if you're trying to be, I don't know, I don't know what you call us, but if if you're trying to be like a either. mark, all right, if you're trying to be like yeah. a standard issue mark, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, 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 okay, that means that you're watching three hours Monday. Now, yep. four hours on Wednesday, <laughs> mm-hmm. if, if you're counting AEW, and then yeah. another two hours on Friday. I can't do this math, by the way. I think that's seven well, plus that's two. Your, you're checking in nine. at nine hours during the work week right now, which is like if you added another work day to the Monday to Friday work week. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, yeah, wrestling right now is asking for you. Is asking you yeah. for another day of of labor. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You're putting in overtime now. It's unbelievable. Um, unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. So then on Sundays you might have a, another four hour dip. Yeah, and it, uh, you know if there's a takeover too, that's another. I mean, like every pay per view is like a six hour event, so that's fifteen hours, and then if you add a four-hour <laughs> NXT pay-per-view on Saturday, right. counting pre-shows, that's like maybe 20, 22 hours of wrestling in a, right. you know, pay-per-view. So, what is WWE's, like, if you think about it, like, what do you, what do you think WWE's thought process is for the way, like, like, how do they want their consumers when they're sitting down and they're like coming up with the game plan? Not that we're going to even have yep. this answer. Is there thought like, yeah. let's just like bombard. Let's, is there thought like, let's make them, they want to get us into that like black mirror episode where we're like on the workout bicycle and we have to just watch only <laughs> wrestling. You know what I'm saying? Or do they want it to be like the news? Which is how I used to watch wrestling. I used to watch wrestling yeah, as the news, yeah. which I think is a beautiful right. thing to do. And I think that's like the beauty of like things like this podcast and stuff is like wrestling. Right. There's so much content. So what you do is you put it on like the news. And it's always been my plan yeah. for, by the way, uh, this was my plan about if they, they just re- redid the network. The network, you should turn that on and it should look like fucking CNN when you turn it on. It should be scrolling. With a ticker on the bottom. <laughs> yeah. It should be like wrestling matters. They should treat wrestling like it matters as much as world news. It should be like uh, yeah, every fucking be, noon, mm-hmm. Michael Cole comes out from a and and, and uh, it does a, it comes out like a like a podium and it's like, hey, here's the updates yeah. from the day. Austin Theory just yeah. reported to the, the performance center like he's looking yeah. good. And then we uh-huh. we talk to him. We talk to him in the back, <laughs> and he's there just be like, yeah, just got here today. You got good towels here. Like who cares? Like it doesn't whatever. Right. Whatever. The water's really cold today. Yeah. Let's cut to Renee over at the news desk. Right, and then right. she delivers, uh, you know, headlines from today. Right. Um, and then, like, you know, the cow show is on at night. <laughs> Deep that late is night. what they should have. They should have, like, us coming on at night just being like, oh, my God, guys. So Batista tweeted out a picture of himself in a towel. Let's let's zoom in on this. Like, that's what they, they should yeah. be. If, they, if their goal is to bombard with talent, with, with a content, it's like, yeah. <laughs> and by the way, I've even pitched them shit like this too. <laughs> they don't take it. You know what they? Yeah, they should do like you know how like Howard used to have that sh- the show was like half an hour in the studio. The Howard One Hundred News and all they that stuff. They should have us. Right. Yeah, but we should have the half hour slot at like one in the morning. 
And they just show the live recording of right. our show. Well, they do this jabroni versions of this shit, which is like they have that I watch know. along party, which is, oh my God. That's a party oh, you don't even want to RSVP to. I mean, look, there's yeah, good, there's good people in there, but it's real weird. <laughs> it's like just. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Anyway, so uh, I'm saying like if, they're, if yeah. their thought process, if WB's thought process is like we're going to overload, they have to know that like this is too much content for the average consumer to watch all of it, right? <sighs> yeah, I think, I mean. They don't seem to have a good plan for catching people up. On what, like, on yeah. what it is, because you can't turn on the network like the news and just be like, or like, forget. Talk about Sports Center. Sports Center, it's like right. I can't watch every single game. Now we're in the zone of I can't watch every single match, which I love. I love the quantity of yeah. wrestling, especially I was saying in the opening of the show. You didn't hear like the quantity is dope when I'm like on the road right now, and I'm saying I'm working late nights and stuff, and like sometimes I just want to put on something, mm-hmm. some wrestling, so I could put on the full G1 tournament. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, uh-huh. and the, and I do. That's yep. what's so cool is that it keeps me company. I like the noise. I like the sound of wrestling. It, it's familiar. It makes me feel like if I'm in like a I'm in like a, a city in a hotel. Like it makes me in, in an empty lobby writing jokes. I feel yeah, uh, like it's company. So I like the quantity, but they don't. Have, their system right now is exp- is pushing it. They're really pushing it, even for serious marks like myself. That they're like their right. model right now is. Watch every minute of this. That's what the model is. Yeah, that's the problem. That's the problem because I totally hear you like putting it on, you know, if you're traveling or you're out of your element, it is like comforting and it's cool just to turn on like whatever. It's kind of almost even inconsequential what you turn on. But the fact that they make it feel like everything is must see, yeah. you don't have that option to just be like, oh, I'm going to flick it on on Wednesday and see what's popping off on NXT because everything feels so important. And I think that they did that because they have all these titles and 10,000 things going on right, that right. all have stakes, you know? Yeah. See, now something like a tournament structure feels like something that's like, I can follow that in a sports center kind of way, but even like whatever, yeah. I'm not going to, I'm done criticizing new Japan. They're never they're They don't seem to want to at all cater to me. Uh, <laughs> like I, it's crazy <laughs> that like Kota Ibushi won the G1 and I barely heard about it. I, I'm so clued okay, into see, wrestling. This is literally the first I've heard that he won. Right. <laughs> we watch too much wrestling for this to be like, not, I didn't, I, I follow, their Instagrams and none of this is popping up on my uh, none of this is popping up on my feed here nothing no uh, I, yeah. yeah I mean I wish it would but it just doesn't I mean like the source for me for G1 content is our page you know what I mean like right. that's where I get the news and even there I don't think I even heard the Facebook Facebook page. Yeah. Right, talk about wrestling at 4 stuff. in the morning under his eye. Blessed be the fruit. Okay, back to NXT. There's so this is the biggest news of the week. So same so I'm saying right now my plan, what I'm saying is with wrestling, wrestling needs a first off, it needs a channel. Like we need a wrestling pro wrestling television channel. Right? And it should be like you turn it on and just same thing as Sports Center. Right? I would watch this shit all day. I'd put this thing on and and I would just keep it on in the house. It would be on every second. You know? It's just how, like, you know, my mom leaves MSNBC on literally all day long and just tunes in and out and, like, goes about her day and then checks in. You could just have it on. And when you clicked over, it would be, you would enjoy it. 
Absolutely. And that it was just, and, and I would I wouldn't even care. I keep it on all day. They would show me forty times in a row. I watch the same Osprey clip of flip. Like they show like some <laughs> right? I wouldn't care. Like yeah. it's just on to like no. it's just to like make the room less static or whatever. Yeah, it's great. And then if there's breaking yeah. news like Austin Theory is talking about the towels at the performance center, then we cut to that, right. you know? Um Yeah, yeah. Breaking news <laughs> live from full sale in Florida. Austin Theory has just entered the performance center. He's very happy with the towels. His backpack. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, anyway, so cool. So that's what I'm saying. So that needs to be, this needs to be addressed pronto. But our schedule, I'm like, what am I going to record the pod? Man, I know. so are we saying that if I record before Wednesday, and I, I love that like every time we have this conversation <laughs> on the pod, it ends with like, all right, we'll talk about this off the air. <laughs> Which like, Yeah, or we'll figure it out <laughs> later. But now it's like, if you look at the calendar, like later is kind of now. Well, it got locked this week. It's officially now locked it. So we know it because yeah. NXT was rumored. So I knew that was happening, but I didn't know when. So yeah, anyway. Um, we have to get like a think tank together to figure out how we're going to get the show recorded and on in a timely fashion. And the content that we talk about is still relevant. That's right. <laughs> anyway, it's going to be nuts. Let's talk about it. So NXT. We're going to so, crunch numbers, you guys. It's going to happen, gonna people. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. Trust me. Trust me. Yeah. We're going to be winning. We're going to be We're going to be covering. I, but, trust uh, me. <laughs> Many, many people are into it. But, okay, so here's the deal. NXT on Wednesday nights. Two hours. Yeah. So does how does that hit you, NXT being now no longer? Are we worried? I, and I put a poll out to the Jabroni Nation yeah. since I'm uh, non-studio uh, without the cash-ins. I'm, I'm doing polls on the Facebook group. I love that. And this poll I asked... Are you worried? Are you excited for NXT on USA Live two hours a week? Or are you worried with the extra hour and the additional ratings pressure now being on cable television? You know what? I didn't consider ratings pressure, but I am now, and that is a concern. I guess for well, me, now I there's think ads it's on like, the show. So ads on the show yeah. mean that the show is fueled by revenue okay. dollars. And if advertisers right. are not interested in it, then that's a problem. You know what I mean? That's related yeah. to ratings. There's no way around that, you know? Yeah. I mean, I guess for me, uh, I had, a, I'm not worried. I have a few concerns. I think if Hunter is still running the show, and he is really, truly calling the shots, even though there is like bigger money involved and we have those ad dollars coming in. And I think we may be in good hands. The part that concerns me is I like NXT as one hour. I think it's tight. It's cool. You know, when I do watch it, it's like very digestible. Even if you're like tuned out for a little while, it's clear what's popping off. And, you know, you double the length of that and then you get like real commercials, not just network commercials. And like I did the math, it's like 32 minutes of commercials and 88 minutes of content. Right. So like, you know, you're getting like an extra, you know, 28 minutes, give or take what you would get on the network minus whatever commercials they run. So I guess like I'm concerned about that part because I don't know, like. 
where is Bugenhagen? Is what we're all thinking. It like well, Wednesday night Bugenhagen. Wednesday night. Are, are you ready for Wednesday night Bugenhagen? By the way, changing his name to Boogs was my ready. biggest of all the shortenings of names. I just want to say of all the shortenings of names. That mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. I hated the most. That one really bothered me the most. The fact that he's, he's yeah. a goof character and his name was Eric Bugenhagen, and the first time it popped up on the screen, which I think was the only time he ever was on television, <laughs> <The only time. laughs> and he yeah. made such a splash, and they took him right off of TV. I don't know, but Dude, I was like, I know, that is I such know. a fucking funny, not catchy name that it was like catchy because you had to know, work to memorize it. <laughs> you know. Totally agree. And yeah, they, 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 they botched that one. I think, um, I think NXT on live TV Wednesday nights with ads, I think it will be fine and good. And I also see like the pros of it. Like, you know, you talk a lot about how they don't get enough time, like on the mic to develop their skills in that area. Like maybe this show now they'll have the chance to do that more and to work on it. But there's also like someone like Joe Kibler said is that, you know, there may not, the concept of like coming up to the main roster might not even be as much of a thing. Like this will be the cool show that competes directly with AEW and it will be for grownups. And then you'll have the mainstream shit on Mondays and Fridays, you know? Yeah. Be right after suits. But okay, so and between suits and burn notice on USA, uh, so (laughs) you can watch NXT Bugenhagen right in between blue collar and Mm -hmm. I don't know what's another USA show suit and psych. Uh, Straight up, Steve Austin still on Mondays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, Growing up, Chris Lee, Chris Lee knows best. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so here's my take on the NXT. I'm gonna let you know, uh, and I think you're, you've 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 touched on it. I think this is only a good thing. I think yeah. that ultimately, I think I actually think I was thinking about it. I was like, there, I see, I see the little negatives. I think all the negatives are outweighed. And here's here, here here's here's my take. My take is. First off, you can't stop progress. That's the first thing. If you make something mm, good, yeah. it's going to grow. It's just, that's America. That's yeah. what it is, you know? And if so, if you have an opportunity to grow it, you got to take it, you know? Keeping it small. Right. Once you get offered the opportunity, it changes everything. So it's like, whatever. That's yeah, just is what it totally. is. The next thing is that uh, we have a massive problem in WWE. And mm-hmm. it, get, it created AEW. And the problem is that there's main roster, WWE. It's more of a broad variety show with publicly traded, yeah. publicly traded company with stockholders to play to and an extremely mm-hmm. broad non-connoisseur audience, right? People with just children. kids, right? So it's a yeah. PG show. We all started, we're all hooked on wrestling because of the Attitude Era. Not all, but many people, many, many, many. Uh, many, and, many, and many people. Most of the things that you, the reasons you watch wrestling are non-existent from the main roster product. And there is an element of people watching it for the little times when it does touch on that which they do a nice job of and also yeah agree right and so what's happened so right now we have the system that's broken it's this false notion it's happened it happens in 
comedy communities. It happens in schools mm-hmm. everywhere where there's this false, what I call in life, validation traps where right. it's like, okay, I'm going to do a great job at NXT and then I get rewarded by going to the main roster, right? You're like, that's yeah. it, that's it, which is actually not a reward for many of these wrestlers, you know? For most people, yeah, I agree. And the skill, so there's a thing called the Peter Principle, I believe it's called. I, I think that's what it's uh-huh. called. I've said this before, okay. where it's the concept of rising to a state of uh, incompetence. Right. So you're rewarded in life. So for the best example of it is, okay, if you do a great job as a teacher, your reward is you become the principal. Okay. Which is an administrative (laughs) job. You're now out of the classroom. You're not teaching kids. You're overseeing other teachers. Is that, was that your skill? I don't know. Yeah, right. Sometimes it might work. That's kind of like what's going on right now with wrestling where it's like, you're great at, at NXT style wrestling and then you get raised to uh, uh you get put it's almost like you're great at wrestling and then your reward is to become a clown <laughs> you know Right. I know. I know. I know. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> well, like, I mean, a clown is understating what they do on the main roster. Um, and also it's not but totally so. The, the whole- idea. Right. Yeah, no, I agree. You're, you're being promoted to basically dance on this mainstream product, which doesn't, it's not really even parallel to what you've been doing right. at full scale. And the other weird thing about it is that it doesn't really equate to like a sports metaphor where it's like you were the best player in your high school. And then when you got to, then when you got to the major league, when you got to college or whatever, the major leagues, you were not as good anymore. That's also not what's happening here is no. it's actually just, <laughs> it's a, uh, it's actually just a completely different sport. It's more like, it's more like, all right, yeah. you're, you got great at football and then they're like, okay, cool. Now we want you to be <laughs> In the choir, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, no, it's like you're, open in the choir. <laughs> you're right? moving you into it. Okay, now you can argue these metaphors. There's a little wiggle room for all of them, but I think the point has been driven home, which is in wrestling, the work rate in professional wrestling has grown to an insane degree. The I when I watched during the Attitude Era, I didn't give two shits about the wrestling. The wrestling part was right, like, right. I only cared about, about like the same reason I liked the Mortal Kombat, which is like, I liked the finishers. I liked the, the finishing, the, the mortal, uh, fatalities. Yeah. You, right? I'd be like, oh, that's cool. Right. The, the pageantry, the finishers, the drama. Yeah, I liked the stunners. All the things that aren't in <laughs> ring. Yeah, well, who doesn't? And all the, all the in ring stuff kind of like did take a backseat to that. But I think I agree. It, it's not that way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like Jake the Snake, they're like, oh, he told a great story in the ring. He's like, uh, truthfully, I didn't give two shits about it when I was younger, you know? So every once in a while, I'd be like, oh, right. this is a great match. But I was not watching wrestling for matches, you know? Right. Um, and, and I think a lot of people would agree with that. And then now I watch wrestling for matches. Like now, uh, it's not the only thing mm-hmm. I watch for. I like matches, but I'm saying that is it. I have a more, uh, uh, I have a more, why, uh, it's not even it's not like a refined palette, but it's more like I I watch wrestling for more variety of reasons. That's why I'll watch so many hours yeah. of it because I get different things. I can watch that Goldberg Ziggler squash and understand that <laughs> the same way I can watch right. Okada Ibushi. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, or whatever. Totally. Like, so I, I, I think that so we have so now wrestling has become a 
it's more a bigger uh, uh, entertainment. It's more. It's because it's a more advanced than sport. It's a full on theater production, right? And there's different plays within this theater. And so NXT is a whole different play or whatever, right? It's a different style yeah. of theater. And people are getting great at that. They're getting amazing at it. And then they're going to the main roster and then they're not succeeding there. So now yeah, NXT is my point is that what they're doing in NXT, it belongs to be its own brand. It's not, it's I it, agree. that it is a different brand. Wrestling is bigger than just, if you're just, Oh, there's one show. It's become big, and that's why AEW spawned now. So that's great because some talents. My thing is, and we don't know how this is going to play out, but assuming this plays out the way I'm thinking, is some talents stay in NXT, like a Johnny Gargano. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Right? Yeah, and like that's the thing that until this point had worried me because I love Undisputed Era, I love Adam Cole, right. but then. And you've mentioned it before too. Like, what happens to Adam Cole when he comes to the main roster? You he know gets what I mean? a demotion, like, he, baby. Yeah, he gets a demotion. <laughs> Adam demotion, baby. But right. like, it's just he doesn't necessarily fit into the mold that exists on the main roster. But he's perfect in NXT. So perfect. And I mean, and yeah, and also there's like wild cards. Like you don't know, like Velveteen dream is such a sensation, but like, you don't know what it looks like when he's on Monday night raw. Well, on cable, right. You know, but a guy like, and that's scary. right. I think a guy, I think that popping between the brands will only be cool. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. and especially if they can create it where it feels like triple H runs this thing separate from Vince. Like if we, That's even if it's really kayfabe, even if they can convince us, they'll never be able yeah. to convince us that Raw and SmackDown are competition or whatever. But you can convince right. me that Triple H is really trying to keep this guy and Vince wants him and he's fine. Like you could convince people that. Yeah, and 100%. You can have crossover pro. You could, right. And you can have Survivor Series now be Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. Like that. Oh, shit. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Or even main yeah. roster versus NXT or something like you can now do stuff like that. That's re- that's that's that would be really cool, you know. So I think that the, it it just opens up the possibilities. I, I always go. I mean, there's so much to say, but I always talk about like uh, Magic the Gathering. So uh, the card oh, game. I love out, it. Right? Love, love the Magic talk. Always here for it. Yeah, I think I lose a listener every time. You know what I mean? But it's fine. I think so. Uh, I, was at, I was having lunch today, and there were guys at the table next to mine playing Magic. Oh my god! How old? Downtown, outside, um, about our age. You yeah, know, I love early thirties. I love it. I love it. Everything I like has got nice. Everyone's aging up with it. I love it. It's beautiful. But so the thing with magic is like, I did a double take. I was like, oh shit, is Dan back? I'm back. Well, yeah, you're like, what kind of fucking 35 year old guy is going to be doing this? But so I'm saying like magic gathering when, when Richard Garfield designed this game, right? He said he wanted to make mm-hmm, a game mm-hmm. that was bigger than, uh, the, than just what's in the box. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, or, yeah. Or, or, or yeah. something along something that's like those lines, and then you see like, oh, the 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 game is just it, the all they do is sell pieces, right? And then you play the game the way you play the game, so that uh, right. some formats have evolved of the game that they didn't even think of. They just make the cards, 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. And you're yeah, like, I hear you. Wrestling should be able to evolve like that, where it's like it's uh, uh, like a dance, you know, where it's uh, it's not just oh, here's where the wrestling. Is. It's like oh, wrestling. Now here's a movement in wrestling, and it gets its own brand. Now here's yeah, the other. And I mean, that's yeah. That's now, I totally I right. agree. I see so the parallel. Another major win for WWE and wrestling fans I, mm-hmm. uh, is one of the big problems with WWE right now. I've said it a million times. I'll say it now. I'll say it again. Is it I said again. they have a foundational problem, which is titles. They have too many titles, you know, and the titles have, don't uh, seem to yeah. have a lot of meaning. It's like everyone's holding a title. It's a prop. Right. They, Some people have more than one. Right. And they're trying to sell these as having meaning. Like, this is the U.S. championship. This is that. This is that. This, the NXT title is, an, is another WWE title that has a really specific meaning. Like, it is the first title that will have, like, whatever they mean by, like, this is an intercontinental title. Whatever kind of, like, regional element they try to put to this title. It's going to be the first mm-hmm. one where you're like, oh, that's a different kind of champion. That's not just a tag yeah, champ. Yeah. Uh, in my mind, right. where you're like, oh, the NXT champ is going to be a different kind of talent. He might not be developed in some ways, but you know the way he's going to be developed, which is like he these guys, he's going to go to war for 30 minutes at the end of a takeover. You know? Yeah. And that title has such a fantastic track record, you know, with the people who've had it, how it feels when they've had it, the different like reigns that folks have had when they've had the title um, that I agree. And those champions are really different than the ones we see on the main roster. Yeah. They're just, so, they're, they're great independent wrestlers. They're like, right. They're yeah. taking the independent out of wrestlers, but keeping the style. So they're just great wrestlers, right. you know, and yeah. it's now going to be a title. That's going to be, it's gonna so okay so that's the cool thing is you have a title that matters in a really specific way you know and it's right. and it's been like and that for a while one. but now it's gonna be a title where you're like some because some talent I imagine are gonna just stay there you know and some talents will probably move off of main roster like probably the best examples like uh, a Tyler Breeze will probably go to NXT he'll go back oh yeah right uh-huh. because that's where he yeah. he 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 belongs but like. Uh, like Tommaso Ciampa is an example of a guy and I don't th- I mean in my mind it doesn't hurt any wrestler to go if they're in NXT and they go to main roster and NXT is a, a, a USA television show on primetime TV on Wednesday nights on, run on by Triple day, H yeah right we're uh, all home on Wednesday night we're all watching TV right if there's that then there's no shame in like I do an angle on Raw and then I come back like I, I there's yeah, I, totally. I don't see any problem with it, the, right? All, all you know is there's different people running it, and the show's gonna look different and have more. It, it's just I don't see I don't see any problem. Here's where I see a problem. Yeah, there's no sh- there's no shame in that game. I think that that I think it's cool. You it's know, extremely and I wish that cool. It was something you saw more. It makes it's it it takes out the redundancy of the WB product. It's like I, I honestly what I wish. In a perfect world, they would just get rid of Smack, just make NXT SmackDown. Like, well, I, I don't know why <laughs> yeah. we even. I'm not sure why we need SmackDown. You know, uh, I mean, like we certainly don't need separate titles for both shows. That's what makes NXT being on primetime cool. Is that this is the NXT belt? There's just one. There's not like NXT 
blue brand that's on Thursday nights where they have their own separate title. You know, I think that's why it's going to feel very important right. and cool. Um, and yeah, cool. And you know, Triple H, like you, you even have things like Moro. He doesn't want to work on the main roster, but he's worked for NXT. Oh, yeah. Like Moro's are confirmed Moro. to be uh, on USA. So you're like, you know, it operates uh, different. You know, there may be talents who yeah. like it more. So that's going to be cool. Now, here's yeah. the problem for them. The problem yep. for this. So now you have a credible title. The problem for the with NXT is not for them. The problem is with AEW, I think. I think, in my mind, <laughs> this is a major wrench in the AEW plan. Uh, they're going to yeah. downplay it as much as they want, and what they're going to do, their strategy seems yep. to be, oh, I heard Triple uh, Jericho say, like, oh, a lot of uh, people who watch our show have never even seen WWE or whatever. You're like, what are you talking about, dude? Like, I know he's always working, so you can never... Yeah. Like, that's a ridiculous thing to say. It's, you know. Yeah. And he also tweeted out, like, that, like you're welcome, basically, for um, in I saw response that. to people being excited, you know. For NXT, he's like, I created it. Which, by the way, that's great work. That's Jericho's whole gimmick of, like, everyone owes me a thank you. <laughs> yeah. His whole, like, right, I right, created right. professional wrestling gimmick. It's great. He's bigger. Jericho is bigger than any brand. It doesn't matter. He's at AEW now. He'll come back to WWE probably. But who knows? So I'm saying, look, here's why this is the problem in my mind, okay? Yep. So for AEW, they, right now, their whole thing is like, we're going to be the, uh, we're the place for the, no, like the, the no, no Vince bullshit. Like where pro right. wrestling is like, the, this is indie wrestling. This is here. If you want to be like a real wrestler, like you come here. Or whatever, and like over there, you go for and the you can paycheck. Still be on cable, yeah. You can come here and still get like mainstream exposure, but right. without the bullshit. But now you can go to WWE. You can work at NXT, and still yeah. keep your indie style. Like you're telling me, a young yeah. guy coming up in the indies is gonna—he's probably gonna take an NXT contract over an AEW contract. Like I think that signing know, young was. talent, WB WB yeah. signing young talent, I think the argument to make there is that WB feels saturated and it feels like false opportunity, right? Where it's like you're gonna get buried, right. there's no opportunity for you there. But if they're like, hey, we'll bring in an NXT, you're like that and you'll have the Matt Riddle router you know, yeah. I, right? I think now they're gonna have more spots there and they have a, a new they have a place that's on USA television. Now they're actually competing for talent where before they had a leg up on, on WWE because of the thing where it's like, well, I could develop better at AEW or something. I right. think now, now uh, this is a big wrinkle. And, and listen, I know AEW has the cons money, but they don't have WWE money because unless they're going to spend no. their own disposable income, which would be silly, you know, <laughs> then they're in the business of just yeah. losing money. Yeah, I'm and especially this early in their game, you know, like right. there, it, it's just, it's too young right now. And I think that, I mean, like well played by WWE because yeah. and they also, the reason it's so, solved that problem. Yeah. First off, AEW should have went to Tuesday nights. I said it right away. Uh, uh, again, I don't have any stats for that. Just feel, I, I have that feel. I would love, that's something I'm going to ask the Jabroni Agonation on Facebook is that momentum argument. Like, are you more likely to roll into a Wednesday or Tuesday coming off a of raw? 
You know what I mean? If Raw is what kicks off the yeah. week, are you... But anyway, I think Tuesday we're more conditioned because SmackDown was on Tuesday, so we're already conditioned to watch on Tuesday. So that's a void they could have just slotted right into. That they seemed like have. a mistake. They really should have done that. And then now NXT is like, oh, well, they're, they're counter-programming. It's like, they were NXT is always on Wednesday nights. People right. associate Wednesday nights with NXT, so they already have that branding of like, oh, that's when I watched NXT. You know? Yeah, totally. Uh, and you, it's a, it keeps up with your weekly momentum of like, well, Wednesday is NXT night. I'm going to turn it on. But now you get to just turn on your television and not click over to the network. Right. And I think that, you know, I think AEW, maybe their plan to begin with was like, oh, well, we're going to do Wednesdays because NXT is on Wednesdays and we're going to steal those eyes. Not really maybe considering that they... NXT could make this jump to cable TV at the exact same time. Not only that, but NXT er, actually earlier on they did the USA. jump a month earlier. Yeah, I know. They're <laughs> <laughs> that's evil. Like, w- like, <laughs> yeah, WWE is uh, they are motherfuckers, but they know what they're doing. You know, one hundred percent. I mean, uh, if this is what like Cody and the Cons wanted, like you know, like they they like poked. Like you know, like a dragon, right. basically. Like they shouldn't, you know. You're telling me that Tony Khan, they, they get to become. He didn't when he heard saw this announcement or heard about it because you know we all knew about it before it was technically announced. He he wasn't throwing shit. They've already announced yeah, Wednesdays. They can't change it. They'll look weak. You know, you're saying that, and, and yeah, you're telling me yeah, yeah. the NXT audience is not the same audience as AEW. It's the exact same audience. Get out of here. <laughs> And they knew it. Like, that's why their show probably went to Wednesday. But now, right. like, w- NXT just, like, fucking flipped it on them. Yeah. Here's the interesting thing is that do the, the Wednesday Night Wars, interesting, is there any world where it plays out in your mind that, like, Wednesdays from a mainstream audience starts catching more attention and Raw kind of gets shafted a little bit? <laughs> like, because um, people yeah, love that, like, when two shows are competing. I, I, I do. I, I think I could see that. Right. I don't know. It's interesting. But what I'm saying is that where AEW does have a leg up is in the Jericho kind of slots, right? Like in that WCW, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, Hogan slot. Like WWE talents who want to leave, like Moxley, the guys who want to leave are not going to want to jump down to NXT. So guys like probably like Rusev. And wrestlers who are like, fuck, I'm getting older and this place is just not giving me the opportunities. And I want to like be, uh, a, I want to be, a, I want to be a contender, you know? Uh, uh, yeah. They might I go to AEW. Insurance. The, so yeah, I, it's, that's my whole analysis in NXT is that like, I'm fucking, I'm pumped. Again, I, I'm, <sighs> I am thinking about the amount of hours. Uh, I think it is, you know, yeah. I am, I am, I am interested in that. And it, but I'm also, uh, I'm, uh, I also think this is really, um, really cool. The extra hour, like you're saying with commercial time, it's an extra like 30 minutes or something, but like NXT, there's a, you know, they got all these like talents that none of us ever really see, you know, you see them and right, you go to NXT right, like right. live event, but like Bugenhagen, for example, <laughs> I mean, we ne- you I never know. see well, him. And- yeah, and, like, there's a lot of talent that you don't hear from. You know right. what I mean? Like, it will be cool to get to hear these people talk more and see how they execute kind of that part of putting on a two-hour show. Right. 
I don't think NXT is going to be a solid two hour block right. of just like matches. You know, I think there's going to be more um, opportunity to develop as like a performer outside of the ring. Right. So I'm interested to see how that shakes out too. And um, how do you feel? Yeah, I mean, it's about great. A- here's my thing with AEW. So I've noticed yeah. this is that when AEW announces that they, their talent that they've signed and stuff, I tend to not care because they're not exclusive contracts, right? So <laughs> they go like, "This guy's signed," and I'm kind of like, "All right, cool." Like, but I'm he's still gonna wrestle in, in I'm still gonna see clips of him in, uh, like, uh, gymnasiums. Like, you know, I'm right. still right. They're still doing like the in, work in the indies. I'm still gonna see them they're in New Japan. A title from their hometown promotion, right? Right, like uh, there yeah, is part of it that, that cheapens the 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 product. I know I'm coming out. I feels like I'm that. against AEW, which, by the way, I just want to say, I know right now. When once all out happens after that show ends, I'm gonna be like, oh my fucking god! It happens every time. These, you know, not every yeah, time, but totally. double or nothing. Well, not every time, but after like the the big ticket pay per views, like I think any doubts you have will be maybe minimized a little bit. Yeah. Um, you forget, I, I like, do agree, though, that the like lack of exclusivity to AEW makes it, it like you said, it kind of cheapens it because it's like, you know, there's thought this isn't just an AEW person. Whereas, like, you know, that if you want to see like Velveteen Dream, you have to tune into NXT. There is something like it is kind of the gift and the curse that way where it's like it's a little bit like your brain wants that commitment of like, oh, he's he's that guy. Because it's like if you bring in if you let's say you like bring in like Kota Ibushi for like a stint in AEW, which I imagine they'll do stuff like that because they'll they're just going to pay these guys like, you know, to just pop in or whatever. They pay him the day rate or whatever. And then he's there is like especially when they start wearing like bullet club shirts and like stuff from other, you know, other, it gets confusing. Yeah. It's like, it feels like in boxing when like they come out with like 5,000 titles and you're like, what? <laughs> like, what? I don't understand I boxing. This guy's the champion of what thing found. Like he's yeah. the of this foundation. You're like, what? I don't, I don't get this. But then like right. UFC, I'm like, I get it. All right. This guy, he's the 185 champ. Got it. right well and it's like distracting you know what i mean like it distracts you from like this person is coming out for an aew match because they come out and you're like oh you're trying to figure out like what is that belt that he's holding and like oh i didn't know that they also wrestled in this other like random promotion um so i i I think it is uh I, i it is like a little distracting and makes it less important right seeming right Anyway, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, Uh, well, whatever, Aaron, I'm going to let you go. I feel like you you gave us a solid, a solid NXT analysis. And uh, I was uh, happy to do it. Yeah. And, I'm uh, happy to be a part of the road diary. Yeah, no, I'm out here. I, I, I'm feeling less like I'm on the road. Felt like I was back in studio. And uh, yeah. By the way, Jabroniak, Jason Carr, getting married this weekend. You want to give him a shout out? Mazel tov! Congratulations. Yes, yes he's very Jewish. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, cool. Anyway, oh, man. All right, Aaron. I'll yeah, see you. Anyways, I'll, great I'll, to talk to you. Good shit. I'll talk uh, to you when I'm back. Up, Town Nation. Yep. See you soon. Yes. All right. Goodbye. All right. Bye, guys. See you.
All right. Now it's just me. You were already here a second. Aaron Finney popping in with the full NXT analysis. Now let's say we're cashing out. Let's call somebody else again. Here we go. We got more to discuss. How about it? Yo, nasty. The nasty one in studio, as always, but not really in studio, over the phone, uh, over the phone, under the shirt. Nasty Newman. What up? Uh, nothing. What are you? Where are you? Yeah, right now I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina. Just swinging, babe. Uh, Just swinging. Oh, wait. What do you want to talk about? The fat, out of shape sweat hogs here? Yeah, no, no. I got nothing but love for North Carolina, I guess. Oh, man, I'll tell you what, this is a swing state and I'm feeling swinging, baby. Um, <laughs> yo, listen, I just talked to Aaron about NXT, so I'm getting that out of the way. Uh, We're done with NXT. I want to ask you, I don't know what you've seen, but where are you at on, I want to talk to you about Dolph Ziggler. All right. Okay, big discussion on the Facebook group. I pointed out that I think Dolph Ziggler, obviously this is a, this podcast for full disclosure, Dolph Ziggler is a friend of mine and I am biased. Yeah. I love the guy. Um, he's a great guy. And, but I, I do try to separate it and I really do think he is one of the greats in wrestling right now. And I, I, I think with some of the shit he does, I think some of these, I think some of the wrestlers could learn from him in a lot of ways. But the big question I was asking you is that, do you consider Dolph Ziggler a jobber? That's my question to you. Oh, uh, that's an interesting question. I don't... No, uh, no, I don't think he's a jobber, but I think I would consider him to be some sort of different sort of... I'm going to call it... He's almost like an enhancement wrestler. But just because he's like <laughs> enhancement talent is, so, is the term for jobber. That's so, yeah, but but that's what no. I mean. Like he's still, he's not a jobber because he's not like local talent, right? right? But he's still he's the type of wrestler who enhances the other guy no matter what he does because he's so good, right? Right? And so like he's so good at selling, he's so good at making the other guy look great. So is he like a jobber in the traditional sense? No, but he does sort of perform the duties of a jobber a lot of the time. Right. Right. We always called Kane a jobber to the stars. That's what we always right. called him. Because it'd be like, if you beat Kane, that was like, that, well, at a time, it was like, if you beat Kane, that meant like Vince was, w would, uh, you'd be like, oh, Vince, Vince is pushing this guy or whatever. Right. But not everybody would beat Kane. That's the difference with like Ziggler, where it's like anyone can beat Ziggler, but then also right. he gets a title shot. Now, he's been on this podcast before and has talked about this unique role he's in where he's like, tell me one wrestler who can jump up and down the card like me, you know? And you're like, it is so right. fucking true. Almost no wrestler, even guys like Joe, who's like another guy who's kind of in that zone. I, I feel yeah. like he always stays like... He 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 doesn't he jobs like to an extent or whatever. Even like McIntyre, they still like protect him. Ziggler, they like don't protect at all, and he's still able to believably jump up because of the the caliber of match that he puts on. Like when you, I right. think my thing, my argument with Dolph Ziggler is that I don't think he's a jobber at all, but I understand that sometimes he 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 does the job a lot. You know what I mean? But I feel yeah. like we can't, if we're going to complain about Vince's booking all the time, we're going to make Vince, then we also can't, we can't also take his booking so as the Bible. 
right? Right. So we need to, as fans, people watching this, like spending a lot of hours of our lives, um, we were just calculating that now with NXT, we'll have seven, nine hours of weekday uh, wrestling programming. <laughs> Besides, oh, that's not counting 205. Um, great. Yeah, great. Great. Wednesday nights is now four hours of, of like some of the most must watch wrestling. And that's not even raw. <laughs> Well, so wait, I have a sidebar. Uh, yeah. So there's wrestling. There's wrestling Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, no, no and Tuesday. Friday. No Tuesday. Because Monday, SmackDown's Wednesday, Friday. Fridays. So it's like child custody. It's like child custody <laughs> schedule. It's yeah. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and then like every other Sunday. Yeah, it's it's like uh, you sleeping with your dad and watching sports on Tuesdays <laughs> and Thursdays. <laughs> yeah. Um. My argument that I was just making an error and I don't want to repeat it is that, uh, but I'm going to, but let's not get too deep into it is they should, AEW, like I said, should have taken Tuesday. That was a mistake. Yeah. That was a, it, it was a tactical uh, error. Yeah. SmackDown was leaving that spot. So it was, we're already conditioned to watch wrestling on Tuesdays. And there was, there was an NXT on Wednesday anyway, before they went on USA, you know, which, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, which is a more watched cable network than TNT. Okay. Anyway, what was my point? What were we just talking about? Oh, Ziggler. Ziggler. So we can't take Vince's booking as the Bible. Like we can't complain about it and then also be like, well, he loses. Like, right. Shouldn't we be more like refined uh, uh, where we go? Like, yo, the reason that that Ziggler's able to jump up and down the card and the reason that he is not a jobber, a guy who loses that much is because when his matches are over, you're like, that was a fucking sick match. Or he takes a spear from Goldberg and you go like, yo, what? Like you notice how good he is at taking a spear. You know what I mean? Which is a big feat. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I mean, I, I think that he's, um, like, I agree. Like, he, he does kind of go anywhere. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he showed up on NXT and, like, kicked somebody's face off and, you know, it would still be great. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know that I would call him, yeah, he's not a jobber. But well, whatever. It's just a kickoff question for the yeah. idea. It's like, you know, yeah. we get caught up in the nuance, but I'm just saying, like, can we just take a second? I think Dolph Ziggler right now is, like, on fire. But if you look at his yeah. wins and losses, he literally has zero wins. Like, actually zero. See, that, stuff, that stuff doesn't really bother me too much. Like, I don't know if I... I've said this on the pod before. Like, it sometimes makes me feel like I'm consuming the product in the wrong way or I'm not, like, right. enjoying it the right way. Right. Where I'm like, I, I really don't care about, like... I don't see it because it's fictional. Right. I don't see it as like, oh, this win-loss record makes it believable that he would win. Like, anybody can win at any given time. It's fucking... In a sport where you can jump off of the the giant screen and it's, like, perfectly normal. Like, anybody can win at any time. Like, I don't really right. buy the whole aspect of, like, oh, he loses all the time, so it doesn't make sense that he beat this guy. You know what I mean? No, absolutely. I think that I think that wrestling fans struggle with it. And it's not their fault. It's called getting worked by this right. This 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 uh uh oh. There's a little buzz on here. Hold on. You're getting worked by this framing they have, which is it's a sport. So you think in terms of wins right. and losses. You know that's right. it. But like I'm like yo, take the stats to AEW, bro. Like I don't give. Like I'm yeah. saying that Ziggler. First off, that super kick he did to, to Reigns to kick off Raw was fucking awesome. The heat he was yep. getting, the heat he was getting, he came out and he was healing off the whole it should have been me thing. Everyone was like, everyone was like, 
the fact that he was losing was even better because it was just like, tell this guy to shut the fuck up already. And he's getting booed. And you're like, that getting that reaction, thinking about all the heels who get no reaction, nothing, right. no one cares. He had the whole crowd. And then he's able to pop a super kick literally like a fucking Porsche going to zero to 60. Like, you know, <laughs> it, it was out of nowhere. It's like, yeah, oh, but he yeah. got pinned by Roman. Who cares? He came out. Yeah, he, look at the way the he looks. The guy's a fucking that. rock star. Yeah. He, he's gears. Yeah. He got like hot pink, awesome custom pants on that. He's wearing new gear like every fucking time he has like uh, he's always wearing like a cool like jacket. He has a, a look to him. I don't know. He, I, the guy, he actually looks like a professional wrestler, you know, right. which is fucking rare nowadays. Uh, uh, you know, it, to me, yeah. to me, it's like. I don't. I, I'm just saying. Who? That's not what a jobber is. A jobber is. Who's a jobber? A jo- I mean, James Ellsworth. James Ellsworth is a jobber. <laughs> you know. I mean, and he's he's the most extreme version of a jobber. Yeah. But like, right. um, Who's a jobber? Cesaro. Like Cesaro is a jobber. No, Cesaro is not a jobber. He's not a jobber. No, Cesaro's great. The other one. Yeah, like Kurt Hawkins. Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, Cesaro's an extremely Hawkins. bad example. I, I apologize for that. Kurt Hawkins is a jobber. Full on. Yeah. yeah. Hello? I just want Ziggler oh, yeah. to cut his hair short. He has. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, do you cut? I mean, as a, as a bald man, bro, do you think that if you have that hair and you're like, he's like probably 38 or whatever, I don't even know, you know, you, do, do you just, don't you have to ride that out till it's gone? No, no, man. Look, you don't, if you have a Ferrari or <laughs> right. a Porsche to keep it with that, with that fucking metaphor, yeah. uh, you got a Porsche, you don't keep it in the garage, bro. You take it out, you see what it can do. You got long hair like that. You got to style in all different ways. You got to see what it can do. That's what I'm you saying. You can't just let it wait. Wait, you're saying he should, you said he should cut his hair, no? He should cut it. Yeah, but he should like style. He should cut it short or like medium length. Not oh, buzz it. I see. I'm just saying like oh. you got all that to work with. Wow. Do you had a completely different perspective on the same thing. We both agree, but you're, you, the way you celebrate hair is through styling. <laughs> the way I celebrate it is through length. <laughs> Like just sheer length. Yeah. I'm like, if it's long, if you if you if you have it, just let it grow. Right. And you're like, no. You're you like gotta. me. You're like me as a kid liking Yokozuna just because he was 600 pounds. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh wow, that was mad funny. I was like, what is this? What are you talking about? Because I just assume <laughs> my assumption is that if you're, that's very funny. I love that. You're a baldest. I mean, we've talked about well, this. We've talked about this many you're, times before. The baldest, the baldest, and you jumped out. Yo, so uh, I'm gonna jump over to. Uh, I'm gonna jump over to. Uh, did you see? Uh, all right, I don't know if you've seen it, but I'll just talk to you about it. Uh, I watched the G1 finals. Um, oh no, I haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, Kota Ibushi versus. Yep. Switchblade, Jay White. Um, Kota Ibushi won? Yeah. Um, Oh, I think the first time anybody's won uh, with the G1 and all the other ones, right? Like he's like a Grand Slam. Oh, I I don't know anything about that. But that actually brings me to my point, which is, did you know that Kota Ibushi won the G1? Uh, Yeah, I had heard that. Oh, how? Uh, Twitter. 
Twitter. From what Twitter account? Yeah. Just like a random, like somebody, somebody I follow retweeted somebody. How do I miss stuff like this? Like, I actually watched the finals and didn't know who won. I was watching the match. I was like, how is this not spoiled for me? You know what I mean? Like, I was like, this happened like a week ago. I, I don't know. Anyway, Kota Ibushi, what a fucking stud. He's a very handsome man. He's very well built. Ooh. Great wrestler. Gorgeous. Yeah. Gorgeous. Beautiful yeah. man. A beautiful man. He's like an I, angel. I mean, he is an angel. And, uh, Dude, Think about the type of man you got to be to capture the heart of Kenny Omega. Absolutely. I mean, you have to be, uh, I mean, you know, a, 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 a better man than I, I would say. <laughs> but uh, he, Kota Bushi had a thing which is like, uh, he, he, they did like one shot of him where he, by the way, he's so jacked, by the way. It's beautiful. Yeah. So jacked. And he was looking over his shoulder, you know? But, like, I could tell he was yeah. doing a little bit of a pump move because I could see in his hands. Yeah. You can always see if the guy's flexing through the hands. And so he's yeah. he's turning and looking at the camera. And I was like, this guy's like a fucking statue. Like, I was like, this yeah. Is, <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, my God. He looks so cool. He looks right out of, like, a fucking comic book. Awesome. Uh, so Kota Ibushi versus, this means Kota Ibushi versus Okada at Wrestle Kingdom? Yeah. Wow. That, see, okay. So the reason I bring this up is nothing feels more prestigious than the New Japan Heavyweight Championship title. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they, I, I, I barely watch New Japan. I mean, I watch matches that like people tell me to watch. I'm watching more than ever right now. But, I mean, there's just something about that. You're like, oh, wow. Okay. Then I see Okada. I'm like, oh, there's the champ of wrestling. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And yeah. I'm like such yeah, yeah, a yeah. WWE mark. Um, I, 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 yeah, and like the, those two clashing is probably the match that I think will. First off, I think it'll be the. I don't know. It's gonna be next year, probably. Right? Those. It's normally like January fourth. Wrestle Kingdom is normally oh, like yeah. the first week in January, I think. But that match has. Well, my point is that like something to think about. That match will have more anticipation in my mind than any WWE match will have. Um. Big fight feel, yeah. Right, yeah, big fight feels exactly what it is. The BFF, uh, <laughs> the BFF of that is going to be off the charts because you think about like probably, probably at Mania they'll probably go Seth Reigns, right? Yeah, I mean, do we want that? I, I'm not saying what we want. I'm just saying, gun to the head. If you had to guess about where right now, what's the option way they're going? It, it, it's going to be Seth. Yeah. Um. It'll be Seth, Randy, Orton for some reason. They might go Seth, Randy. I mean, whatever. But Seth Reigns, that there's no match Seth could have that would have. Because all right, what's a match? What's the mo match that Seth could have that would be like, oh my god, like the WWE Heavyweight Championship is on the line at WrestleMania, and this is the match of the century. Like, what what could be a match that you think could be? What's his biggest, most marquee match for that title? It has to be believable yeah. also. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I guess, I guess, I mean, Reigns is the only thing that comes to mind, but it's like also because it's like I'm getting it mixed up with what I want, which is like him versus like, uh, uh, well, because like him and, are Elias? him and Strowman the fucking <laughs> tag champs? Yeah, we didn't even get into that. So that's my top of my list. I haven't even touched the top of my list. Well, no, NXT was at the top of the list, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how this podcast it goes all over the place. No, but baby. I would want, 
I would want that to like dissolve, and I would want it to be Strowman versus Seth at WrestleMania. Okay, fine. But, so Strowman so Seth—that's that, yeah. a possibility. So yeah. much could that even touch Obushi Okada in? in no, because there's so much. There's so, there's like deck, there's like so many years of sort of history, just on their own, right. and then with yeah. that title, and it just yeah, it has. And plus, there's something about NJ, about NJPW that's just yeah, it just seems it's like the foreign uh, the foreign mystique. Yeah, it has that beautiful like. I don't fully understand this thing, but I know it matters. <laughs> it's exotic. Yeah. yeah, it's exotic. Yeah, I know. I know. It feels like weird. Like you're like, oh, am I just being weird? But you're like, also, I'm just saying, uh, you know, anyway. Uh, so here's the thing I want to say is that, so Kenta joined the Bullet Club. Uh, yeah. That Bullet Club, I got to say, I'm not watching New Japan every week, and this is something I want to hear some feedback on from the Jabroni Nation. Post on the Facebook page, Community Wrestling Facebook page, Facebook page, talk about wrestling at four in the morning. Four in the morning. Um, yo, so the Bullet Club, Kenta joins. That Bullet Club yeah. is sad now. I yeah, mean, man. I'm sorry. I, I know they have great talents in there. I'm not even going to argue about Jay White. I will say, Jay White, best match I've ever seen him wrestle, personally. I thought the match was sick. I actually think this is the best I've seen him look. He's getting shredded. I like the guy. He's yeah. definitely working out. He's looking good. I, I even like the stupid facial hair. He's a heel and has a very punchable mug, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't get the switchblade gimmick. Like, it's an I'm a knife guy. Like, it doesn't... Yeah. It feels very Japanese, but, like, it also feels like one of those non-gimmicks, which wrestling is full of non-gimmicks right now, you know? I guess the idea is, like, he's a switchblade. Like, he, like, can just, like, snap on you at any time. If I had to, like, extrapolate a gimmick. Like, he's, like... Uh, he embodies a switchblade, like he's suddenly dangerous. Yeah. Oh, like Donnie, uh, Donnie Butterfly Knife. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get. It. I mean, I don't know. All right. But he actually. I mean, but that's me yeah. just kind of pulling that okay. out of my ass. But dude, th- okay. So I'm saying Jay White. I'm actually. I actually thought I, I, I was not into him, but the most into him I had been. Uh, that pull club. It's like guys. None of the yeah. fucking guys who mattered are there anymore. You know what I mean? No. Like, I'm sorry. Like, Dude, it's like give it, <laughs> give it a rest. Bullet club. It's over. The gorillas of destiny need to. Um, the gorillas of destiny need to just put a uh, uh, put the bullet club down and just yeah. go off on their own. It's time to shutter the club. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's time to it's time to yeah. burn down the fucking club and collect the insurance check because. <laughs> I, I, it's like, I, it, 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 like Kenta joins. Like, oh my god! I was like, man, th- like the bull club. You already have like AJ and the, the and and the fucking club, the club. You have those guys. They're the top guys on on, on WWE right now. You know, right? It's just like it, it's over. I don't know. I'm curious. They must be just still selling those T-shirts, right? Is that just what it is? A hundred percent. That's just what it is. It's just such a marketable yeah, they're moving units. Yeah. That's just what it yeah. is. Because people still buy them because of, like, Omega and stuff. People, you know? Anyway. Exactly. Right. So that's got to be what it is. Okay. Whatever. I'm just saying, man, is anyone still, like, they're playing the same Bullet Club music? And I was like, oof. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They don't even have Marty. I mean, they got no one. All right. Anyway, so yeah, 
What do you do with Bailey? Uh, um, I mean, you know, I mean, I'm biased. You know, I'm not. I've never really got. I, I don't want anybody to lose a job. I think that she's. She was. Uh, she was fun in NXT, but something just stopped working, and it doesn't seem. I don't know if she ever tried to like fix anything or what she tried to do to kind of restart, right? Or if she was kind of hamstrung just by. You know, it's got to be tougher to be a woman just regardless in that industry. Uh, so I don't know, but I don't know. <laughs> Did you have to go there? Are you that liberal? <laughs> You're like, I got to just, we're talking about I how just, Bailey stinks and it's it, like, it's tough to be a woman. That's why she's not good. I feel like the women are fucking killing it right now. Sasha's fucking killing it. Becky cut one of her best promos, I thought, this week that I'd ever seen her cut. Plus, by the way, I always talk about Becky's look. Like, her hair is looking really cool. I don't know. What she, I think she's putting extensions. She's doing a pony with, the, like, ombre extensions. Look very good. Look, um, at, look, look, look. Yeah. Let me let me explain myself. What I'm saying is that, like, would you agree that for certain types oh, of people... Oh, you're part of the extreme left. Uh, Admit it, yes or no? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, go ahead. Oh, yeah, go I'm, I'm, I'm Antifa. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. look, the, uh, you, would you agree that yeah. for certain people, there are certain uh, roadblocks that aren't there for other types of people? Yes, 100%. That's all. Oh, I agree with the point. I just thought it was, it's fun. I think it's just funny that like, nowadays we gotta like couch everything we say. It's like, I gotta, just so you know, I understand this, you have to bring in like such a big, because it's funny, it's, it's true, but it's true that women have it, especially in an industry like pro wrestling and they have, it's tougher in every industry. You know what I'm saying? But it's funny that you have to bring up, you have to bring that up. You know what I mean? Bro, because this is going to be listened to by people. Next thing you know, I'm getting canceled on Twitter because I didn't fucking bring up, uh, uh, you know, the, the the plight. Well, everyone knows on this podcast, I was uh, we talked about it back in the Zig days, how I felt about cancel culture. Yes. And I was called. It was before it was even called cancel culture. Remember, I was calling it exile. <laughs> I was calling it exile culture, I think. Yeah, you call it exile culture. Well, that's because my magic, the, the gathering brain was like, oh, they're in exile. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, but it is like, you got to couch it. It's like, just so you know, I am. <laughs> you're talking about professional wrestling, and you're like, just so everyone yeah. knows, I am an ally, okay? And yeah, I want yeah, to know that I completely dope. support equality across the board, but I think Doink the Clown can't wrestle. <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, no, I know what you meant. I'm just fucking around. But you send her to NXT. That's to answer your question. Send her to NXT. Uh, put her on Wednesday nights live on USA. That is the answer for Bailey, right? And that is kind of the beauty of NXT. And it's kind of what I was talking about with Aaron. Is like that the NXT is. It, I, I just said NXT is an across the board win for WWE. There's no yeah. downside. There's just no downside. Now they're actually going to make money off NXT. That's something I didn't even mention. People don't even realize NXT didn't was a in the red brand, you know? Right. Uh, uh, it, it just was. It was operating off the fact that it was development, and that was part of why Vince had the fucking stronghold on it. If it's making money, is a, a there's a more, less of a opportunity for him to take talent from something that's working. There, there, and then talents like like Velveteen Dream, who clearly will belong on the main roster at some point, will go over. That's fine. But guys like Ciampa and Gargano can just stay in NXT, and there's no shame in that at all. It's a different kind right. of wrestling. It's just it's just a I mean it's exciting 
It is exciting. Yeah. What's your take on it? That AEW, um, are they, sh- uh, how do they feel about NXT shaking in their boots or what? Um, same night. I don't think uh, more popular I don't think network. They're on not, I don't think they're not concerned. Cause like Matt, Matt Jackson tweeted like, Oh, we're not scared. Uh, about the announcement right. uh, that they're going live Wednesday. And if they were truly not scared, they would have just not said anything. Yeah. Uh, so I think they're not unconcerned because that's kind of the worst case scenario for AEW is that they're going against uh, a brand that's going to be, I guess, not They'd be better no off on Monday nights. They'd be yeah. better off going against Raw. I feel like then going against then going against the the product that is almost their exact model, but it's the exactly. WWE version of it that's backed by way more money. Uh, yeah, yeah, with already established uh, characters and already established stories. I will say this: the one place, the 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 two places that AEW has a stronghold over WWE. Is tag team wrestling? They have better already. Right. Um, they already have the two best tag teams, I think. And I'm really into the Dark Order. I really like those guys. Okay. And people like the best friends. Um, I I'm not not into them. It's just we guys. You know my trouble past with Trent. He it just does. Right. He two times didn't want to talk to me. Everybody knows about that. Uh, <laughs> no, the, the, I think tag team wrestling like they have Lucha, Lucha, uh, Luchasaurus, the, the, the what's it, the, the boy and his dinosaur or whatever. Like, uh, yeah, that shit is sick. Uh, their tag team wrestling is on fire, and then the uh, yeah. they have uh, they have, and then they have the fact that they're they're willing to go places WWE won't go. So, uh, the blood and chair shots, like they have that going for them. The more adult model of it, but who knows? Who knows where NXT can start pushing the boundaries? We don't actually know. You know, they might start bringing in more blood. You know, right? They have the talent to do anything that they can do at at AEW. It's very interesting. <laughs> I really think it's a big problem for NXT for AEW. Uh, I think and I think when you fuck with when you fuck with WWE, uh, you know, it's like. They kind of acted like like WWE had no answer for AEW, for and we all kind of forgot that NXT is WWE, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, the the place where AEW can really shine is comedy. If they could, re- honestly, I'm not just saying this because I would love to work for them. Though I would, but like they could also like make a show like get good writers. Which w- right, that's exactly. one thing WWE does not. Uh, they have good writers. I'm not knocking the writing staff. But Vince oversees it. So if they actually bring in like good writers, they could write a better show, you know? Yeah, yeah I'll say this though. If they impose their taste uh, comedically yes. uh, on that, the way that Vince imposes his taste on the WWE, recipe for disaster. They're not funny. Like the, like I'm sorry, but like the being the elite stuff and like anytime you get the, uh, the Young Bucks, Omega and Cody in a room right. improvising or trying to be funny, it is hot garbage <laughs> it's you know it's it, I, I i don't love what they do it's not my kind of thing comedically yeah. um uh i love uh the bucks though i really they can do wrong, no wrong by me I, I i love them i've said this a million times many many times but okay cool so seth rollins and braun Strowman won the tag titles <laughs> we saw that yeah. why <laughs> 
Well, I don't know, right? Uh, it's, 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 it, it takes them away from the club, right? Yeah, I mean, I thought the club were... Unless they're going to build was cool, a feud but, there. But, I don't know. It, yeah, it's like, all right. I guess we'll see. Yeah. I guess, let's... I mean, the, the thing is that I'm actually optimistic about it because the writing in WWE right now is pretty good. So I actually think they have, like, more long-term plans. Um, and speaking of that... Daniel Bryan, they did this reveal on SmackDown. I don't know if you got to that. Did you see who they were? What? No, no, but just, it's fine. It's fine. I'll just tell you what happened because you don't need to see it to know. But Daniel Bryan is like, he, first of all, I love Daniel Bryan. And by the way, yeah. the, the, the hemp title, the championship. Yeah. They, yeah. I've been watching this thing since Mania. They have not lowered the price of it ever. It's four hundred dollars, right. and I'm like, "Yo, I'll find it on a day where it's like two fifty and make a reckless purchase." You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, do something stupid. They're not it, budging on that no, price point. No, no, they, it's never been on sale. They've had times where they're like, "It's for, uh, uh, titles uh, on sale across the board," and then no, I'm like, "Is this just something I want to own?" Because <laughs> I just right. think it's so. It was so funny. It was just one of the funniest WWE things they ever did. It was just I loved it. So it, it just one of those things that encapsulates like what I love about pro wrestling so much that yeah. I, I, I like. I just loved it. And then anyway, Daniel Bryan's killing it. They're like, "Yo, we have the guy. We 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 have the." We, uh, uh, although I will say I'm jumping all over with Daniel Bryan because he is killing it. But I just want to preface that Daniel Bryan he is killing it. But I still stand by the fact that like he should have his own Alexa Bliss style show where he's like teaching new lessons every week or something. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Yeah. He should do more of this intellectual peer things. Like he should show melting glaciers every week. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, I mean, the writing for him is so easy. That it's like, why not do it? And he's a great, he's a great performer. Why? I, I don't know. They just treat him like he's just some wrestler, but he does a great job. He has this permanent like stink face now, where he's always, and he just looks like a fucking crunchy vegan d bag. Like it's great. It's like Alan Moore. <laughs> yeah, he looks like Alan Moore. He's like, take my name off of the, the, the history books. Uh, so uh, I love Alan Moore. You guys know Watchmen, uh, uh, my favorite book. But so, um, Daniel Bryan, they reveal he's got a guy in the back with like a fucking the hood over his head. And then, uh, yeah, they reveal who it is. And it's, it's like, here, I'm going to show you, uh, who, uh, Roman, who ran over Roman Reigns. And they were saying it was Rowan, like Buddy Murphy said, I saw Rowan, you know? Yeah. And they, he takes the mask off the top of his head and it's a guy who looks like, just like Rowan. Like, <laughs> I was like, that's fucking funny. I was like, I, was like, yeah, I did yeah. not guess that. I was like, it's like, okay, they're like, this is the guy. And then, but the the cool thing is they ended Raw with Roman Reigns, them all just looking at each other in the eyes and then it just fades to black. Like, this is just how the episode oh, ended. It. Yeah, it was, it was dope. Not fade to black, like, not like a black mass, like nothing to do with Alex right. Don't worry. He's securely in the Jabron zone. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, Alistair Black, an example of a talent you would bring up or keep in NXT? What are you saying? Is it a talent you would bring up or keep in NXT? Oh, oh a talent I would bring up or keep in NXT? Uh, uh, a talent I would... I mean, a talent I would bring up... Uh, I, I would I'd I mean, bring him up is also, Dream too but... obvious of an answer? 
No, no, no. I'm talking about no, no, no. Dream, obviously. I'm saying Alistair Black. Would you keep in it? it oh. Now he's on the main roster for whatever, but I'm saying if he was in NXT right now and we had, and it was like we're in this zone, I'm operating the zone that like some talent stay there, which I think is is a definitively going to happen. You know, I mean, I would, I would keep the undisputed era there for a long time. Long time. They're not coming up. There's no. It, it, they're they're yeah. going to be the face of NXT. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's great. They're, it's perfect. It's per. It's, it's the whole thing. It's a fucking major. I don't see it, guys. I, I'm always finding nitpicks. I don't see any, not even a single downside of NXT. This NXT move. No. What, what is the downside? It pops up still Thursday say, night. What? I've seen people make the argument that it's like uh, turning it into like a live show on TV will take away from the sort of like uh, risk takey factor. Like, because it is a little bit more uh, stiffer, in, right. you know, than than the main roster is. It's a little bit more exciting style of wrestling than the main roster is. And then perhaps it'll get watered down, but I mean, it has yet, yet to be seen. So I, I don't think that's going to happen. If that happens, obviously then yeah. that is a big downside. Like I get that. Yeah. There, I see potential warnings, but I don't see any, I don't think this is going to happen. Like I think Triple right. H is going to stay in charge. I think Vince understands that. I think that's, you know, um, yeah, I don't have any proof of this, but I think that I, I, I just can't see that. I can't see Triple H allowing it to happen without him quitting the company. You know what right. I mean? Like if, if Vince was like, I'm going to keep control, like you'd hear, oh, Triple H is going to AEW. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Holy that, shit. Could you imagine? Uh, I mean, anything in wrestling is possible, you know? Yeah. The, the, the thing that blew my mind the most in wrestling, I remember is when Kurt Angle, they announced that he, that WB, they're like, oh, we let Kurt Angle go of his contract, and then he popped up in TNA the next day or something. Yeah. That was fucking yeah, crazy. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and, and, uh, you know, another beautiful thing in wrestling is just that kind of ridiculous shit. Uh, but uh, what was I talking about? Oh, I, I think that uh, some talents will stay there. I also think that it's on cable, and WB's already moving towards being more extreme, and they're also uh, more extreme, meaning like, from away from the PG rating and it's already yeah. NXT which does its own thing and they're trying to compete with AEW so I don't think they're going to water it down I just I think it's going to be a really good thing yeah sometimes I mean, it, things it, are uh, just good wrestling fans sometimes things are just good things you know what I mean <laughs> right 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 it's hard to imagine because wrestling we just we're just always we're like so we're fucking like abused like we're like this thing like we're always used to it not delivering and like shit thinking it might be good then it goes bad and you're excited about something and it dies. so you're like we're we're all a little wounded you know but yeah. i think this might yeah. just be a win you know yeah we're always just waiting for that shoe to drop like when's it gonna go bad yeah well, you know <laughs> anyway um we're gonna you know, i'm gonna end this main episode i feel like we covered all the main shit this week um but we're gonna move over on to the fucking patreon where i'm gonna be talking about straight up steve austin uh and other yeah, stuff and I, other stuff i saw some of it i got to see some of it uh it's insane yeah 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 well you, you're you gonna join me on the other side uh, no, I don't think I can join you. I got to go to bed. But, uh, <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, yeah. But I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna move over to there. But I just want to say, uh, 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 Newman, Jason Carr, Jabroniak, yeah. getting married this week. You want to give him a little mazel? Give him a what? A mazel tov. Oh yeah, mazel tov. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you can say whatever you want. Congrats. Was that too Jewish for you? 
Well, no, I mean, congratulations. Uh, I hope it uh, lasts forever in a lifetime. <laughs> All right. That, you know what? I wish I didn't throw this to you. Um, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, everyone, thanks for joining the Cal uh, Road Diaries episode. And check out the Patreon episode where we talk about straight up fucking Steve Austin and Newman. Thank you for joining me. Yeah, man. NXT celebration. And uh, when I get back to town, we'll talk about uh, how did you, how, when do we record this podcast? Yeah. Uh, uh, also, now, it's, it's 2 a.m. where you are, you fucking psychopath. <laughs> oh yeah, and I'm gonna be doing work right after. This. I still have work to do. Yeah. Hey, uh, and I'm gonna hit the gym. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Imagine I go to the gym at 5 a.m. without sleeping. I mean, you would if you were the Rock. You would. I know. Maybe I should do it. Hey, everybody, keep watching wrestling, Newman. Kisses. This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network.